Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to this week's episode. We have been to the cinema to watch Parasite, and we're going to be doing a review of it. Uh, something to scream about is going to be an interesting topic that we'll fill you in on later. And our movie from the vault is John Carpenter's They Live. They do live. They're out there. Somewhere. Behind you. As long as you wear sunglasses. <laughs> How you doing, man? You right? Yeah, good, dude. It's been a good couple of weeks. Good couple of weeks. Good, good. What you been up to? Oh, we watched the, the Great Parasite. Or, you know, the not-so-great Parasite. We'll have to work out that Spoilers. later. Um, obviously, that movie's got so much hype around uh, the Oscars and all yep. sorts of stuff. So, it'd be quite interesting. They got the best ensemble cast, in there. Ensemble they? at the SAG Awards. Yeah. So, quite a, uh, be quite a, looking forward to our little discussion on that one. Mm. Um, yeah. And I've been watching a few little bits as well. I finished, a few little bits. I finished season two of You. Which was a fucking great watch. Okay. You know, it's just a, I don't know, like a psychopath's wet dream, really. <laughs> and you're the psychopath. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> you had a wet dream. It's very interesting. It's a good little. It's a good little watch. Okay. Um, and I I've really enjoyed the second How season. How many episodes? Oh, second season. Second season. I ain't got time for that. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's only like uh, twelve, thirteen episodes, about just roughly an hour long. Okay. It's, it's really different is it got a horror element or is it well it's, he's a psychopath and he is okay. um a, in in every sense kind of a stalker and there's plenty of murders and mystery and stuff like that in it okay so there's some good gore some good good use of special effects in there cool you know someone good bit of fingering for those who've watched it will know what i'm talking about okay and yeah it's very good very very good and watching watching a bit of comic book men which isn't really horror related but you know had to get kevin smith's in it he's yeah. done a couple of horror movies so well, i suppose you can get away with it one of the episodes <laughs> has um freddy krueger in it they do have a lot of like they do talk about kind of old school horror like like though don't they like oh yeah he loves old his kind of um uh what universal, monsters. universal monsters he loves his yeah, universal yeah. Walt Flanagan. yeah he loves his universal monsters. and obviously if you go back to one of our episodes what is on there paul an interview of Walt Flanagan i did exactly <laughs> So yeah, that was um, that was the class of Newcomb High episode, I believe. They Good even episode. had because they even had Lloyd Kaufman, yeah, on an episode. That was really cool. So the later season, yeah, cracking, absolutely good. So what about you, dude? What have you been up to? Well, I've made a kind of a little bit of a kind of new thing, New Year's resolution, kind of a bit late. I just wanted to catch up on a load of stuff that I've missed or or kind of been wanting to see for ages. So I'm kind of trawling through a couple of bits and pieces. So I've been watching a couple of things. So, and I'm going to lend you this. Have you seen Lords of Chaos yet? I haven't. I've 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 listened to a couple of podcasts. I think on oh it. Oh my god! Yeah, it's amazing. Okay, absolutely amazing. So I'm going to give you that tonight before you leave, and I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. You're going to go and watch it, and then we're going to talk about it on the next episode. We're not going to review it. We just I just want to hear your thoughts on it, and I'm not going to tell you anything about it. You kind of get what it's about. I guess, but there's a lot more to it and the performance, the way it's shot and oh, I'm just going to lend it to you. Okay. I'm going to watch I it. I mean, I did do a bit of homework the last couple of weeks. We, me, we, I had uh, Werewolf Dan around the, oh, yeah. the week and we watched the, the Director's Cup of Midsummer. Yes. That which was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a, 
that was an experience. Definitely worth those extra bits there, isn't it? Definitely. It's like it an out. extra 24 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> Bloody hell. So good, isn't it? Can yeah, definitely worth, you know, it was our top movie of 2019. And it's Absolutely. definitely worthy of a spot there. The second watch was outstanding. And yeah. I think I gave it a nine at the time. It definitely gets a 10. Cool. Yeah, it was incredible. I, I did check out, I, I, there's one thing I didn't mention earlier. Yeah. I watched a movie called, um, which I was we were trying to watch last year, Maker Monroe, Alexander Skarsgård, mm. Villains. Absolutely blew me away. No spoilers, because I really no. want to watch this as well. It's a great little indie flick. Yeah. And she is a queen of indie, I think. And yeah, he does absolutely. a great job of being, of, of, of being with her. It's such a random movie. Okay. Think, I mean, there's nothing that I can compare it to. Don't, but in I don't terms, know about well, no, it. just in terms of like, knock your socks off way. I would say, don't breathe. Oh, okay, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll leave it there. No turkey basis. Park it there. No, ah, oh, no I'll, I'll part that. I'll part that. Go Zero. <laughs> well, yeah. While she's been watching. So yeah. So I'm, laws of chaos. Okay, cool. I'll crack on that. I'm gonna lend you that because, and and I want you if you can. I want you to watch some of the extras on it because it's really, really good. It's definitely worth it. Um, yeah, I've watched another movie that you need to see. Um, it's called The Headhunter. I don't know if you've heard anything about this. No, no. So it's basically a really, really, really small indie film. It's basically made by two people and an actor. Um, but it's like shot like a blockbuster. It's amazing. So the premise of the story is is, is it, the cover looks like a Viking movie, and it's certainly not a Viking movie. Right. It's based in another world that is totally fa- fantastic. So it's a fantastical, 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 mate. That's a new word. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm making that. I'm, we're copywriting so that for totally, one last breath. Fantastical. <laughs> a fantasy kind of. I don't know what it is. Fantastical, I think I you're talking to, about. I don't want to tell you too much about the story because it'll spoil it. <laughs> um, but it's purely just like it was shot with the director and the writer and um, they did everything. They went to and filmed it somewhere in Portugal and they did everything themselves. And it's just, I kid you not, it's one of the best movies I've seen this year. Hands Bucking down. Headhunters. The headhunter. The headhunter. Okay. Yeah, three words. The headhunter. Okay. Because there's a few films called Headhunter. <laughs> so it's The Headhunter. But I don't really want to tell you much about it. All right. Okay. I, I, again, I, you know, I might Where can I watch buy that? It. I might even buy it because I might. I don't. I think it's not out on anything yet. Where do you see it now? Yet. Um, it's basically out to buy. Okay. So you can buy it on DVD, not on Blu ray, but. Yeah. Oh my God. Seriously. I think you're going to love it. So I might even buy it. I'll just lend it to you. All right. Because I loved it that much. Sounds so good, I mate. I want to see the special features on it and stuff like that. A couple of other things I've caught up on. Um, I've started watching a new TV sh- series called Outsider. Okay. Have you started watching that yet? Not yet, no. <sighs> mate, I've only watched the first two episodes. It's got Jason Bateman in it. And it's a Stephen King novel. Based it's on Netflix. No, it's on Sky Atlantic. Bollocks. So, <laughs> why? Because I don't I have don't Sky know. Atlantic, do I? <sighs> Mate, and it's, it's, it's total horror. And it started off, and it's just like, it's, it's amazing. 
cool. Absolutely. I'll find a way to watch that. Yeah. No, it's like it's, it's, it's totally like something brand new, totally captivating. I don't want to say too much, but it's about kind of there's something that happens at the start, and then there's an interesting story. I, I don't mean, want to. All you it. had to say was Jason Bateman and Stephen King, mate. But I'm all over it. Yeah, but Jason Bateman's knocking out of the park. He even Ozark. directed two episodes of brilliant. it as well. I awesome. mean, he's in Ozark. So yeah, yeah, brilliant. That's coming back but in he's, March. He's smashing it. He's smashing it. Um, I also watched three more things. I'm going to knock them out real quick so we don't go on all night. I watched Ad Astra. Which okay. definitely has a, a horror element to it, which was interesting. All right. Um, probably, it was good. It was good. Definitely probably, worth a watch. All right, I probably won't watch it. You should. Okay, I probably won't. <laughs> 47 metres down, uncaged. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's on my list. Mate, are you are going to love it. It's, it's, not, it's not like Shark. It's not like the Mandy Moore one. All that. It's what, like the 47 metres down? Yeah. Um below or something i don't know whatever but it is it's similar but this is different now the shark they've they they get they go to this underwater mine kind of caves and stuff and the shark's down there but it's a kind of new kind of weird shark that's all blind and shit right um but it's it starts off a bit ropey and then it gets it slowly gets better and better and better and better and better and then it's got a few things at the end i was like Oh shit! All right, really? Cool. Um, so yeah. All right, that's uh, that's definitely on my list, mate. Definitely. And, and it is, this is the funniest thing. Um, Sylvester Stallone's daughter's in it. She's main part in it. Right. And Jamie Foxx's daughter's in it. She's a main part in it, which yeah. is really weird. So, but they're really good in it. They're all really good. Small cast, and all apparently all the underwater caves and everything were all built for to to film under. And they went through like some grueling stuff. Apparently, I re- I heard a podcast all about it. So it's really interesting. Um, and the last thing I'm going to talk about that you've got to watch is on Netflix. And I've been wanting to watch it for fucking ages. It's called, I don't know if you've seen it, Invitation? No. Is that a movie? Yeah, but directed by um, Karen Kusama. Okay. Oh, mate. Well, they got a few new Blimey. ones, in It's they? dark, yeah. so you have to be in the right frame of mind because there's a dark element to it. But, yeah, it goes really, really dark, but it's fucking the payoff is brilliant okay well i got a few to smash out in the next couple of weeks i'm gonna watch um, put that on your fucking yeah list. well i'm gonna put the Seriously. i've got the prodigy on my list as well yeah, to kind yeah, of I get through yeah. and i think i think the boy is on there i need to have a look for it but i think i'm gonna watch the boy. the boy two's coming out soon, yeah so it? i want to watch the boy with and that's got lauren cohen so i definitely oh. want to watch it but i've sort of started uh, we'll see how i get on with it but at the moment october faction the October faction, no idea what it's about. I think okay. it's like Monster Hunters, old. But we'll see. We'll see if I get, if I stick with it. A moment, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's a little. I started literally an hour before I came here. Watched cool. like forty minutes of it. It was alright. Looks cool. like it's just monsters, lots of blood. Monsters, so. and lots of blood. Sounds good. Let's get to some fucking news. Give me some news. Well, the big news. Yeah. So I'm sure you know. Hopefully, you'd all hear about this. Blumhouse are developing the new adaptation of the thing. Apparently, allegedly. Now, there's been a lot of shit, a lot <laughs> of like, you know, trolls, a lot of like, yeah, I'm really unhappy, I'm doing it, but you know, all right, and oh, haven't they already done one? Right, let's let's talk about the thing. The thing is the John Carpenter thing, which is fucking epic, right? It's the yeah, pin, no it's the pinnacle that, horror. Yeah. Was a remake of the 1950s movie called something like. Where do they come from, or something like that? It's a based, which is based on a book, 
Yeah, right? originally it was a book, yeah, a long, long time ago. Yeah, cool. Frozen Hell or something like that. Um, based on the book, yeah, yeah. Based on the book. They Are Among then Us? They did, is it They Are Among Us? They Are Among Us, yeah. Like yeah, and then they did another... They did a prequel, right? So basically in the thing, everyone knows that they there's the Swedish people, they go and investigate the Swedish right, camp, yeah. or Norwegian camp, sorry. Spoilers. So, uh, and um, they, in the in the eight, 90, I think there's... Mary, oh, what, what year was it? What year was that thing one? Another thing came out, and it was, but it was a prequel. You're on about the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was that? 90, 90s or 2000s? Oh, no, it's 2000s, mate. Right, yeah. 2000s. Because um, it has Mary, Mary Elizabeth yeah. also facing it. Right, so that is a prequel, and that's based on the Norwegian party. That's correct. Yeah. All right, they're two separate movies. So wasn't as good. Yeah. Not and everyone goes, it's not as good as the original, but it's not an original. So and that, it, was, it wasn't the worst movie. It's just that they they kind of stepped away a little bit. They did CGI. They did some practical, but then they did a lot of CGI. Yeah. Rob Bottin, you know, whatever. We're just Blumhouse's got this. They've got them. They're going to adapt the both books, tell a new story, and that's all you need to know yeah get over it it could be shit it could not be shit it won't be the 1981 thing it won't be well so no just, so just Mate, let Blumhouse do their thing give me the thing story all day mate I don't give a shit yeah. because like as long as, as as they give me more story that's great I don't want yeah I don't want nothing to do with the other films they can't touch they can't touch no, no, of course a, not. a classic of course so not. let them just see what they come up with exactly but like you can't hate it obviously like you said all those haters out there you have to embrace it and go well, of course we want more thing it's like a beloved thing <laughs> like don't piss on it before yeah. before it's fucking well no yeah, on exactly. fire yeah okay definitely I'm, I'm looking forward to Good. it but they better cast it right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they better do practical effects, otherwise, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they surely. <laughs> well, would have it's going to be a different that. movie. We've had our practical effects. Who knows what it's going to be yeah, like? Practical effects come back. It's, bl- it? it's Blumhouse. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no bit of news. Um, Give me that news in my ears and my face. There's a little bit of a review here from Sundance. Um, has Sundance happened? I don't know. But um, <laughs> good news research there, mate. Mm. A film called Possessor. The Possessor, yeah. yeah Possessor, oh, mate, I cannot wait for this. Brandon Cronenberg, which is what? David Cronenberg's son? Uh-huh. Okay. It's it's described as an ultra-violent thriller unlike anything you've ever seen before. Mm. Okay. And it's singular work, one so ghastly, so unique, and so brutal, they'll awe some and disgust others. I think what they're putting this in the same vein is as... It's like stuff like Climax and kind of like all that Gaspar Noe kind of shock and all horror. Brilliant. For that, it is a film about extinguishing humanity and embracing savagery. The philosophy of Possessor is one of carnage, of cutting ties of the things that make you human and reverting back to the predator within. Just wanted to, you know, continue my little synopsis of what we got to look for it sounds it sounds interesting. Mm, apparently the special effects are meant to be blood, immense. Blood and gore. Yeah. Bring it on. There we okay. go. Um, Psycho. <laughs> Ryan Kruger, feature film, to debut premiere at the um, CineQuest Film Fest. And it's basically described as a, the South African sci-fi horror, Fried Barry. Um, it's basically going to be in California for, at this festival on 6th of March 2020. So... What festival? It follows the outline. It's called the CineQuest. 
Okay. In in California. And it follows the outlandish tale of a heroin addict whose body is hijacked by an alien visitor. <laughs> cool. Sounds interesting. Why not? So look out for that one. This is my favourite bit of news. Go on. We know we are in this discussion when we did Little Shop of Horrors. And we're like, who the fuck could play it if they did a remake? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And the, the remake's discussion is happening. We it's, said like Lady Gaga, didn't we? Lady Gaga for Aubrey. Audrey. 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 All right. You should fucking know that. You're the biggest fan in the world. Whatever. Dickhead. But we never really had. We never really got fixated on who would play Seymour. Not really. I think you you might have suggested some people. <laughs> I can't remember. Who. Josh Gad. Oh, that's mm. quite cool. Mm. I think that's what you might have said last time. Now, They're not doing it. I think think of somebody with glasses. Not Will Potter. <laughs> right. Think of someone with glasses who can sing, who right. can actually sing. Okay. And he doesn't look conventionally nerdy, right. but has played very, very nerdy. Very, very recently. Oh, Rockin' Man! Oh, Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton is in talks for the lead of well, Little Trouble Horrors. Quite, Just talks. That. But that doesn't sound too bad. No, but the boy can... Lady Gaga. Yeah, <laughs> we need Lady Gaga yeah. in that role. But maybe she's campaigning for it. Maybe she's a bit too old. Oh, you didn't just say that, did we you? We need someone who can sing. What about Megan Monroe? She can't just sing. When have you ever seen her sing? sing? I don't know, but I don't know. She can't sing. Full of shit. I don't know that she what can't sing. What are you sing. on about? <laughs> what about Anya Taylor? What's her face? Have from you Glass? ever seen her sing? No. Again. <laughs> you need a singer. Taylor Swift. Oh, that's a good shout. I like that. <laughs> So there we go. Hopefully, we shall see what we will we will be keeping an eye on the little shop of horror news. Have you finished with your news now? I have. Good, because I've got some news. We've Brilliant. both done some research this week <laughs> for a change. So obviously, I'm going to start off with the the biggest news. Bliss is now on Shudder, so go and fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thought... film ever made. Um, <laughs> So yeah, go and watch it. It's on Shudder right now. It, it's dropped. Oh, I'll be watching it again over the amazing. next couple of weeks. Have you watched it yet since it's come on? No, I haven't. But I have ordered the soundtrack on vinyl. Yeah. Nice. Um, also, obviously, um, we've got the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards coming up. So you can go and vote for who you want to win all the the um, prizes, which is gonna, uh, I think that come, that's going to be announced soon. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. I'll see you in that. And have you seen new poster art for Colour Out of Space with Nicolas Cage? Have you seen Mate, the new it looks epic. Art? Well, I have seen it because it's been yeah. all over our all over our uh, social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the dude designs another amazing, amazing poster. I did, however, listen. That guy just I know, amazing. I know. I did, however, listen to uh, Boo Crew recently, yeah. and they had um, the cast on. That's right, they did. I didn't listen to the one with the director yet because I just I'm waiting to watch the movie. I think, but. The cast, oh, I've listened to it. The, ca- the cast sold it to me, big time. No, they don't let anything out of the bag if you if you do want to go and listen to it. And it is a great episode. Yeah, um, they somebody reached out to me on Instagram. Right. Are you paying attention? I am indeed. Good. I want your full attention because this guy is awesome. Like he just reached out and basically said, "Hi, I, you might I see your kind of like podcast and stuff, and I thought you might want to check out." some videos I've done on uh, YouTube and he is called uh, Poltergeist OD. Like Will Poltergeist? I don't know. It's P-O-L-T-E-R-G-E-I-S-T dash O-D. Okay. Uh, you can find him on um, Instagram. 
on that with poltergeist underscore od um but he's done a load of videos and what he does is he takes clips from movies and then he basically does like raps about the movies over the videos so he's done like phantasm he's done halloween loads of other ones and he sounds i don't know he sounds a bit like eminem but he's like a bit more raw um but it's really clever because you watch it and he's he's kind of rapping about the things that happen in the and it's not like stupid it's like proper rap but it's really cool it's is it like a trailer or is it like it almost like the full movie it's it's like snippets out okay. of the movie a bit like a trailer but it's snippets but it doesn't give spoilers or anything but he just sings and raps about stuff but it's really really cool but i think it's worth checking out if you do go and check him out nice one it's really really good work but yeah it's cool and the last bit i want to talk about is i can't wait still for grail and hansel I still can't wait for this movie. I yeah, really, I've really watched the trailer it. now and I was happy with it. Finally watched yeah. it. So yeah, so Bill Lillis, look... isn't it? From it, it. Yeah, the first one. It does it? look. Um, it does look interesting. Yeah, man. I just, I'm so up for it. Happy and it's directed by Oz Perkins. I didn't even know that. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. I was like, I was like, that's awesome. I cannot wait to see it. But that is all the news I have. Well, I got one little fresh. Oh, bit. there we go. Um, yeah. That's yeah. why I was like little playing with my phone a minute ago, and uh, distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Free more killer clowns from outer space Funko Pops yeah I've seen, been I've seen these yeah they look awesome what does that mean does that mean I have to get that means you have to get your wallet out and spend fuck's sake they, my one looks amazing but if these are only if they pop into you know a good retail store then I think that they will then be, maybe they'll be, uh, they'll be all over maybe that. somebody might pick them up for me <laughs> yeah i'm sure they will um but that's cool so there's a lot yeah they did announce like loads more pops and that was the ones that caught my eye yeah oh, that's a good shout mate because that is they look fucking awesome yeah i'd right. get them i would but i'm trying to stay off the pops it's like crack <laughs> plastic crack heron. i know just... i've got one little last little bit of Ooh, information trumping me go on and th- this this is this is amazing now we went to For the Love of Horror last year. Yes, we did. We had a fun old shindig. Yes. And we travelled very far to go there. But it was good, and it was good fun. Now, I was like, oh, I'd definitely go again if they had some good guests. And they've just announced. Are you ready for this? No, do it to me. I can't go. I'll to... give you one clue. Oh, I don't know. Fill me. Shut the fucking shut the front door. You've met him though. Tom Atkins. You've met him. Is there? I know, but you haven't. <laughs> How cool is that? Amazing. Oh my god. I don't know if I can't not go. Oh, mate, I'm just, I'm going just for a soundbite for the podcast, mate. Have you already got one? Not from him. Oh fuck's sake. <laughs> Fucking Manchester. Don't worry, you don't have to come. No, of course I'm going to come, aren't I? If you're going, then... I'm... Tom Atkins, mate. Uh, it depends. October. Yeah, it's a very busy time of year. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that how how good is that? Well that done. is well incredible. Done well done for the horror, horror. That is a fucking great That's call. just their, f- their first... Film me. Plus, they've got Candyman is there. No way. Yeah, he's there. Um, and they've also... Tony Todd is there. Tony Todd is there. And they've got the... <laughs> saxophone player from lost boys is coming back for more because he's a, apparently a legend um but yeah so yeah fair play to them for getting tom atkins man that's 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 a good pull great right, work cool. anyway let's move on 
unless you've got any more. <laughs> no, I can't trump you on that. You can finish the news. We'll move on to our uh, our main review. Let's do it. This episode's main review is the new movie from director Bong Joon-ho. It's called Parasite. And it stars Wuxik Chow from Train to Busan and Okja. Damn right. Kan Ho Song is back um, from his previous movies, The Host and Snowpiercer. It basically follows a family down on their luck who get jobs working for an affluent family. Now, I think it's poignant to say this is not an out-and-out horror. Um, It has some horror elements in in it. It is, however, um, a movie that's dark and full of, um, like, real black satire. And we do movies like that. Like, and we talk about Black Mirror and we talk about those sorts of things. And this is a real, I think, his filmmaking is just a real real love of ours yeah um so if you're looking for a you know balls to the wall horror this isn't for you Mm. this is a clever social um clever look at like um like the social paradox i suppose in 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 korea because it's again i think we have to specify as well we're we're probably you're probably going to go into spoiler territory pretty soon so if you haven't seen it go and watch it and maybe come back definitely but it's just, and it is a very dark black comedy. Yeah, to yeah. be fair, yeah, with, yeah. With, with sort of thriller edge, and then some fucked up things that happen into into it. And I, it's an interesting journey. Yeah, I mean, I went, I went into this. I didn't want to know anything. I didn't watch any trailers. I had that little same little synopsis yeah. in my head. I had absolutely nothing. All I knew that it was obviously directed by him. Yeah, and I knew, I knew. There would be a. There's always a social element in every single one of his movies. I knew. I I was. Um, the I went into it with knowing the buzz. Yeah, the buzz about yeah, it. Yeah. We've seen that it had been put up for awards. Um, I love Doctor. I love Snowpiercer. Fucking host is awesome. Yeah, my favorite. I so I've loved. I've loved his movies. Um. So to see another one, fucking fuck yeah, and the fact that this one's been picked, you know. As a you know, Korean movie is best potential best picture for an Oscar. Brilliant. What are your feelings on that? What that it's been picked? Yeah. Well, okay. So look at his previous work, Octo's what a Netflix movie. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Snowpiercer is a cult Netflix classic as well. Yeah, and because that was all loads of hoo ha. Because that came out in the states years before it we, was even on Netflix. We got held. It got it. held in the Miramax, I believe, wasn't it? They got they they held on to it for like the it rights was in the and states. stuff. It was yeah. released in the states. It just wasn't released over here. Yeah, to get a, re- a copy over here, you had to go to ne- the Netherlands. Netflix. The Netherlands, I think. <laughs> but eventually, they obviously sorted it out. Got on Netflix. We me and I got to see it. 
And it's now it's on Amazon Prime, I think, as well now. So oh, it's on there doing as well. The rounds. Yeah. And it's got a TV show coming up as well. Yeah. And it's an important movie to watch. So, and he's just a great filmmaker. So you're like, okay, so we, he's got three or four movies. But why, in his why belt. is it only why is, been recognised now? Why do you think that? Is it what you're saying that it's like uh, one of those? No, what I'm saying is, is that this is the. Don't get me wrong; it's fantastic um, that obviously that they're they're recognising Korean cinema, but we've been watching it for fucking donkey's years, and there's films out there that are were award in my my opinion award winning anyway. But I think it's great, and it's a right step in the right direction. Couldn't give a fuck about the Oscars anyway, to be quite honest, because it don't mean nothing. Um, to me, um, films are so great. Films are down to subjected to what you think about, and regardless to a load of old, really old men and a guild that don't half half of them don't even watch these movies get to pick. That's just me ran over, but um, <laughs> yeah, but but I think it's great. It's recognised and a bit weird. Like you know, it's um won an award SAG Awards for the best ensemble car cast and but yet in the Oscars it's not there's no best none of the characters, even though it's quite a big character piece, none of the characters are actually up for best supporting. No, it's up for best picture, isn't it? Yeah. Which which is fine. It's yeah, fine. But whatever. I when you look at the cast and what they do and we'll get into that in a bit, but you know, it's kinda of like you think that like maybe would a couple of them might have got best supporting, maybe? chuck in the mix because they're all you know anyway but there's a reason why it's got best ensemble the 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 chemistry of this family is absolutely fucking unique yeah and and it's it's beautiful to watch maybe a lot of people don't get like (coughs) the whole uh you know um subtitle movies but it's not a subtitle movie let's get one crystal thing clear this is not a subtitle movie this is a south korean movie all right Obviously, to watch it in England, you it has subtitles, but it's a foreign language. You know, we would call it a foreign language movie. But, you know, it's directed by somebody in Korea. It's fucking great. It's just not a subtitled movie. I've just seen... I've listened to podcasts and stuff like that where they're banging on the fact that it's like a subtitled movie. Really? And I'm like, it's, it's a foreign language movie. You know, it's, yeah. world, it's world cinema. If you want to get, like, you know, quirky about it. Yeah, world cinema, definitely, yeah. Um... But it's only world cinema because we're in the UK. Yeah, I just but don't want to get finicky. I just, I, you know, I suppose. But I think that you know, where don't you know, know why I'm getting annoyed when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm at work. People do come up to me and goes, Where, "Where's your foreign yeah cinema or your world it's, cinema section?" So it's a world cinema, foreign language. It's Korean, right? Korean directors, <laughs> Korean. And all the actors. So there you go. That's all you need to know. If you don't, if you don't like that cup of tea, if you're not, it's not your cup of tea, don't watch it. But you're missing out. It's just fucking. It's a crack. It's, do you know what's funny? Because I spoke to a couple of people that this is the first um, Korean movie they've seen, and some of the people I've spoke to, it's the first subtitled movie they've ever seen. Right. Um, you said subtitle movie, foreign language movie. But, well, yeah. Movie with subtitles. Movie with subtitles. Fucking, if you want to get like bent on it um yeah and and anyway you've put me off for now so yeah anyway so but it's great for them because they've they've come back to me and they've said oh um i'm gonna go and dig out some other korean movies now and stuff like that i think that's great that's what it's about and you know now people are going to because again back at work we've got a korean cinema 
uh, promotion that's just started to go and con- coincide with it, which is great. I mean, and half the movies I know I've already seen, but it's great that people are actually coming out to find the host and stuff like that <sighs> and, and watch other movies, you know, Old Boy and The Host and... Uh, you know, loads of other, loads of other Korean movies out there. Because yeah, so, I mean, films hopefully. like films like Okja and Snowpiercer, there's elements that are in um, in another. I la- saw the devil. In an, yeah, uh, but there's Korean elements movie. that are in another language and not, aren't there? Yeah. So you got you bear in mind, Okja's got like Jake Gyllenhaal and Tilda Swinson's in. Yeah. So there's elements of of both. Um, but let's get back to Parasite. Yeah. Okay. Forget about all this moaning about Korean movies. I'm not moaning, mate. I'm embracing. <laughs> yeah, but. You're the moaner. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great movie. It was fucking... You liked it then, I really... <laughs> I did enjoy it. I ju- really did enjoy the watch. It was like watching some sort of weird Benny Hill sketch. <laughs> oh, easy. You know? Um, you know, there's... What I liked about it, I suppose, is just like the way that the... And the way that he shoots movies and stuff like that. He clearly shows the divide between like um, poor... And and rich in this movie, there's a clear divide. As in Snowpiercer, yeah. like same kind of theme. And it's so apparent in terms of when he has those switch. Like there's a really interesting scene. So this would be a little bit of a spoiler. There's be a really interesting scene where where they're running through the streets of um um of Korea of Korea or wherever it's whatever city that is set. But the journey that they have to take just to get to their home is nuts. From where they are, yeah. You know, yeah. it just seems to take forever. And it's mm. like, it's a storm. And it's just like, it's the culmination of everything. It's such a really like pivotal scene for what's just happened as well. We haven't, you know, I'm not even going to yeah. spoil about what's just, what's just happened. One thing that I took away from this movie is now I want a toilet that's on a ledge. A toilet that's on a ledge. Yeah. How cool was that? that was pretty How weird was that? Yeah. <laughs> There's some fucked up things like when the storm's happening and stuff like that. And, this poor girl was sitting on the toilet with fuck all the fucking shit that's like coming out of the toilet and she's just like yeah it's crazy how do we dissect this movie i i uh, i mean yeah uh, it starts obviously yeah like you said it's like they're down on their luck they're kind of not not really um a wealthy family and you know they've got stuff going for them they've got little side things going but they're hustlers yeah kind of hustlers yeah i mean they they play the game and they they seem quite smart um well the daughter seems smart well, the rest of them are kind the of son, the son's smart as well the son, maybe the son and daughter the, 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 the parents plant, he's the one yeah. that plants the seed obviously the parents are definitely but you almost like thought at first i was like what is this movie i'm watching this guy this little bloke's got a bit of luck yeah, but did, wasn't that the best thing yeah. Like watching it and not knowing what it was about and where it was going, especially being a Korean movie. It's just like, uh, what I find with Korean movies as well is they're interesting because you don't know where they're going to go. You have absolutely no, no idea. It can be two, sometimes three different genres in one film. And yeah. you just, where is it? Go? What is it doing? What the fuck? <laughs> I was expecting, like, could there be a monster any minute now? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, because, you know, okay, so they obviously go into this house that's wealthy and they are basically like you said hustlers they they get the son gets a job then he and he, he's with the family um teaching english to the girl one of the girls and then obviously he thinks oh cool uh, i'll try basically he gets all his family jobs there by faking everything so they don't do the jobs 
really what they what they have gone there to do. They're faking it, and he gets them cut the loss. They cleverly manoeuvre themselves into positions of what this rich person is. This rich person the life, dad yeah. turns out to be the driver. The mum ends up being like at the sort of housekeeper, housekeeper. Um, the sister's like an art psychologist psychologist yeah yeah yeah. so it's all kind of all kind of clever they just want they're all getting a job so they can sort of like but obviously everything's going great and you know you get the montage where everything's going great and swimmingly they're they're taking this family and they're getting all the money and everything like that and you just it's kind of clever because it builds it up and builds it up and it builds up and builds it up and then you kind of like suddenly you just know in the background of your mind you're thinking this ain't gonna last it's gonna go horribly wrong yeah and it does and we and because i've had in my head i don't know mm. if i had my horror head on but i did think like oh is, is this just is something i was expecting some fucking like dark shit well this is the thing is when they get to this cellar scene i was like oh is this where it's going to turn into now a horror movie maybe but it didn't quite go there no this this I think this is important. We're just going to discuss this little scene within the movie, um, okay. before a bird comes through the fucking wall, and um, it starts off with they've they've got rid of this housekeeper through ill means. You know, it's not very nice the way they sort of got rid. Of, they haven't actually killed her, but they they've sort of got her sacked, right? But she come on a stormy night when the the family's gone out to go camping. It's fucking blitzing it down. And they're just getting pissed in the living room, having mm. a right old laugh, eating just posh shit, just acting like they abusing their, their basically positions, yeah, massively. But this, the door goes, and that's, this is when I'm thinking, "Fuck, what's going to happen? Is this going to turn into a home invasion movie? Reverse yeah, all this sort of that's crap?" Exactly what I thought, yeah. But the, it's the old housekeeper, right? And she's beat up to fuck. Did you notice that? Well, she's. I don't. Wow, well, is she beat up? She looks like she's got a thick lip, a black eye. I don't know whether that's just from the kind of um, because she's had to go and maybe. She looks like she'd been beaten up. Yeah, maybe she. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't no, get I, got that. Thi- I thought she was all like fucked up from the peach, like allergy or something. Oh, but there was. Oh, okay. Well, that could explain it. Another thing I was thinking about that. This what happens next is that she fucking introduces the family to a um a cellar with a bloody husband's downstairs yeah, like a hiding out. Yeah. So she's been so she's all along been sort of taking the piss out of this family as well by having her husband hiding out. But he was hiding out from these debt collectors. Mm-hmm. So I thought they might have like gotten hold of her and like given her oh, a hi- right, given okay. her a hiding yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, that was quite a dark element. But it goes into this whole weird sketchy thing where you know they've got obviously the they they let they accidentally do this clownish thing where they fall down the stairs and they let themselves known and then it's like uh they sort of like then do a reverse reverse it and they're holding them captive at the same time and then it sort of goes back and there's a lot of like back and forth mm. in terms of who's going to get control i suppose of the house and in the end the family do i can't remember how well, well they basically what happens is the housekeeper gets basically pretty much knocked out and they tie up the husband and leave him in the cellar and then that's when the family come back which was 
hilarious. So the family come back, the family ring to say they're coming back, and then they all sort of start cleaning and stuff. Yeah, because they want a special meal, which is really weird. Because they locked them downstairs. But there's one bit where she just kicks the, kicks the poor deer down some stairs. Yeah, the old, the, the old housekeeper, yeah. That was pretty fucking hard to watch. <laughs> it was supposed to, it was sort of funny, but at the same time, it was like... Sort of funny, but then it was like, oh, fucking <laughs> that out. was harsh. So there was some real, like, dark elements along with the sort of, like, the comedy. And then you've got, like, the family trying to escape whilst... You've skipped a massive bit there, and Have I thought I? you'd like this bit, where the uh, where they're all trapped... I thought this was hilarious. They're all trapped under the table. I was about to, yeah, I was about to talk about that. And the, uh, and the dad starts getting a little bit frisky. Yeah, starts, <laughs> starts playing with the wife. And I was thinking, your son is just out there. If he just pokes his head out... Worth the risk. <laughs> <laughs> got to take your time. You've got to buy your time, these things. Um, but yeah, then they sort of like trying to get out of the house. They realise they're asleep, and then that's when we get we talk. I talked earlier about the big storm scene where they're it's devastating. Their yeah, whole right. house is flooded, and well, like they're, yeah. ha- they're under the house is like under literally. It's the their house is the bottom of a hill of yeah. everything. That, it's that, like the slums, and it? it's kind yeah. of like a slum town. But it's not even like they are the they they're sort of they are the bomb. That like all the water, everything is flooding this, into their. This is what place. I liked about what you touched on earlier is that like to show the sheer journey of of how they had to get from the rich area to the poor area on foot in flip flops and bare feet. Yeah, and then like the journey they take in the rain, and then basically they cut they come down the stairs of that massive stairs and it goes down steps down steps and it, and the thing is in korea when it rains it fucking it's not like rain in britain it's like fucking downpour of rain and i gotta be honest it, it was quite sla- sad seeing all their belongings and obviously the dad grabs the mum's medal and they're all trying to grab the things that they love and you know it did struck a bit of a chord with me because of my house i got flooded back in the time and it's and all your all your stuff is gone photos memories and all that sort of stuff and everything's destroyed and it just proves and it just makes them feel like utter shit um yeah. and that's a turning point in the movie where you think you know all they wanted to do is have a better life they, and they weren't really yeah they weren't they're not violent and they weren't i don't think they wanted to be violent or anything like that but that's when you kind of click that it's all coming together, kind of. There's a reason, a massive reason behind it. You know? Yeah, and you've got the ignorance of the old, the sort of wealthy and stuff in there that, you know, some, they've changed their plans and suddenly by a click of fingers, they need them all in the house the next day for mm. the kid's birthday. Yeah. They need the driver and they just spent the night in a fucking gym. You know, they're stinking. Yeah. You know, they, I think that there's this little whiffs of... Uh, the dad sort of still doesn't get it here. I don't think he's completely hiding who he is. And the... the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy sort of does does mention a couple of times that he does mention his smell yeah and so um and i think he overhears him doesn't he mm. uh, and it's just sort of soul destroying a little bit and sort of eating at him and then they've got this big party scene and this is where you know we get that sort of twist we get this sort of twist and it turns and we yeah. get a, we get a bit of ultra violence for a little bit mm. ultra violence would you say it was all it was it's weird you know the head, the the son's head nearly gets caved in with a rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, this the the there's a bit of like knife knife Not action. Stabby stab stabby stabs. stabby stab. But it's like quite quite brutal. Yeah, I think they tried to make it a bit kind of real. Like yeah, if you stab someone, 
you wouldn't like in movies where you see it go straight into someone it kind of just goes in a little bit and it's just like sticking out yeah and stuff like that and yeah it just goes won't tell you who gets stabbed yeah. i think we'll leave that for you to watch the movie but like um right, I, hope you, I hope you've watched it by now because <laughs> we just spoiled the fuck out of all of it but yeah and then the end just like a bit of tirade and it's got a, like a really interesting ending i loved the ending i thought it was brilliant yeah do you want to spoil that perfect love... it's up to you did you like it I really liked the ending. I thought it was clever. I thought it was really, really clever. Yeah. I, I, fuck what it. did you think of the ending? Well, okay, I'm going to spoil it. So, because <laughs> I want to talk about you. So what? The dad, whatever's happened, is, is basically living in the basement. Goes back to the... They right. think he's run away, don't they? He's actually gone back to the basement. And he's he's sort of communicating through this like light that keeps on happening. And his son recognizes it, and this sort of the only way that his dad could um, live a not live a normal life outside of his basement now through whatever just happened is for him to go to college, go to uni, study, get lots of money, and you think it's happened, don't you? In a montage, mm. and then it's just uh, him, you know, thinking about it. Yeah, and they show that he shows they show what it could do. And he's there, and it's at the beginning of the journey. Does he? Does he not rescue his dad? Mm. Oh, it's it was good. It's clever. Yeah, it's really clever. Really nice little moment. Mm. Very good movie, but not a, not a straight on horror. Just got no, some nice little bits and just um, very very black sort of comedy. But also, I think it's got really heartfelt moments like in it as well. About it's about family and and kind of sticking together and helping each other out but then it is the other uh, element social element to it and um but it's yeah it's just funny as well it's yeah like lots of funny stuff in it in amongst the serious that's nature what i like about korean movies they, they just can be just be one direction and another and it, they don't stick they don't go right this is an action movie this is a horror movie this is it, they always have some sort of kind of weird element to them yeah which pushes pushes the boundaries. So if you want something different and you're bored of all the Hollywood shit and stuff and you want something different, go f- find all different you know, movies. Like we've reviewed some for the podcast that have been at, been absolutely, you know, foreign movies. May the devil brilliant. take you. Yeah, like loads of different. There's so much out there. I saw the devil. Um, but yeah, go and seek it out, especially go and watch Host as well. Well, what were you... Again, regret it. What were you rating this bad boy then, dude? I don't know. You go first. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, strong eight. I think that's uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Strong eight out of and ten. Eight, yeah, I'd really, really interesting movie. Absolutely enjoyed eight it. Eight out of ten. Cool. Well, that was good. Good little chat. We are our next episode. Next episode. What are we watching? Underwater. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, if it's out in the cinema. Fingers with crossed. With Kristen Stewart. We've been told. No sparkly vampires in this. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> sparkly underwater. So yeah, vampires. that's that's what we're planning. Planning underwater for the next episode. Cool. Quite excited about that one. Yeah. Mm, monsters. Creature features. Monster, monster, monster. Right, okay. Well, so we move on to our something to scream about. Let's do it. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? Right, what are we doing this week, my mate? Well, this week, obviously, we thought we'd do something a bit different. And you suggested 
that maybe we was it you well we had a suggestion from oh yeah um katie my my brother's partner okay who listens to the podcast around doing a doing duos like duos in mov- in movies yeah so we've sort of expanded on that and sort of gone movie we want to look at like um a couple or p- two two individuals we'd like to see in horror movies together good idea yeah that's sort of good. what we're yeah. going with thanks kate by the way yeah so that's how we sort of like played played it twist on it so um what do you want to do do you want to go first how many of you how many couples have you got i've just got i've got three ideas for a a movie i've got two okay well the third one isn't isn't it's just a bit of fun you you go first because obviously you've got three so you go i'll go all right so he's been in a movie he's been in horror movies before and we've seen him in horror movies but i'd like to see nicholas cage as a serial killer Ooh, so nice. I want to I want to see him as the, the full, full Nick Cage or oh yeah I want to see him evil I want to see that evil element I think he could play like watching him in Mandy and watching how he sort of goes to town on those sort of like demons I want to see him like stalking like like literally pray like almost like he's got a weapon I don't know what his weapon would be maybe I like the axe that he was wielding in Mandy to be honest <laughs> a fucking big just a plain a plain axe yeah. Like not a hatchet, just like you know, a straight so what, axe. Are you talking like a slasher or Yeah, cabin in the woods sort of style. Okay. Like woodsman through the through the through the woods sort of thing. Ranger. You could play the ranger or something like that. You know, he plays like a you know, a disturbed disturbed man. Okay. You know, just watching his eyes and just like watching him just scream through a forest like <laughs> chasing chasing this poor girl. And I was thinking the protagonist of the story would be Anna Taylor Joy. Okay. So she's the really pretty i i think she's really pretty so i think she's got that and she's a really good actor um from glass and from the witch yeah yeah that's right. so she's been in a couple of horror movies yeah so she's got that that pedigree um, and i think her running away and hiding behind trees and sort of having that look have a look that back would, would be would, would be incredible you know she's maybe gone up there a real traditional story yeah. gone up there with a maybe her girlfriend Instead of a boyfriend, why not? Twenty twenty, twist it, and then um, she's going for a quite well, right. A, you know, a girlfriend gets gets killed in a really in a really graphic way. Okay. And then he's stalking her for the rest of the movie. Pure Nick Cage. I've watched that. Yeah. I'll definitely watch that. I might let her die at the end though. Let Nicolas Cage win. <laughs> and he just lives in the yeah, like in the a wild man. Yeah. What would you call your movie? <laughs> What would I call my movie? Yeah. Um, Uncaged the Cage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uncaged. Uncaged. Ooh. I'm sure there's a movie already called that. Uncaged. Yeah, I think there's a movie called that, mate. Oh. Already. Maybe not. I don't know. You could put Un-Caged. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, get around the rules. The double entendre. Cool. I like it. It's good. Or, you know, Axe in the Woods. <laughs> Oh dear! There you go. There's my little thing. Nice little, just a little slasher with an axe. Cool. I like it. I like it. I'm sure, it's been done, but I just want to see it over at Nicholas Cage. So, my first pick is someone who's been in horror as well, and he's been in big movies as well. Is Kurt Russell? I want to see more Kurt Russell. I love Kurt Russell. Bonehawk, Tomahawk. Yep. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of his horror movies. Death Proof. The Thing. 
No. <laughs> don't don't know what you don't know what that movie is. <laughs> anyway. I'd want him I want I this is what I would love to see is Kurt Ta- Russell. Tash Tash Kurt Russell. What are we talking about? We're talking about current now. current yeah, no, 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 okay, now. So he's got because uh, if you yeah. let me explain and okay. finish. Let Apologies. me finish. Um you'll see why. So I want now Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And I would like him in the film with his son, Wyatt Russell, that we've seen in Overlord. Yes. Have you watched Overlord? Okay. So I want them in a, a together, father and son thing, yeah. And I want it to be a monster movie. A big monster movie. It can be a big monster. Maybe they've gone like on a trip or something and they've got to save their family or one of them gets, their family gets taken by the monster and they have to go and rescue it. Kind of a, not 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 a blockbuster, but kind of a bit of an indie kind of filmed film, but somewhere foreign, but directed by Corin Hardy. <laughs> Man of the Nun. No way. And the Hallow. That's so you're having to think about having a, demon, a demonic... Not demonic. No? No, I just want like some kind of creature. Could it be a werewolf? No, no werewolves, no. no. I don't want, I don't want, it, I want it to be its own creature. Its own creature. So I want it, I want it being made by someone, drawn up. Right. And then practically made. And you know, the practical effects. Hounds of the Baskervilles. And it's a, it's a, it's a, no, no, get off the hounds thing. It's my movie, all right. <laughs> and, and it's just going to be like balls to the wall, but then it's going to end a bit like Bone Tomahawk way, where it's going to be fucking violent. And they literally, by the end of it, father and son uh, are basically tearing this beast apart. Yeah. The man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. No. Have you seen the ending to that? Yeah. Where he kills, the big, like where he kills Bigfoot. That sort of like fight. Maybe. That Not level. as low budget. But, but that level of sort of like kind, intensity. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. But then, you know. Both surviving at the, the end? The wilderness. The wilderness. So we're both thinking outside. We're both yeah, thinking yeah. in the woods. Oh, that's interesting. Well, it's, you know, less actors, less, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, era. You can have, you can make up whatever it is by just giving them the clothes. True. So you know, it's just them two, plus maybe, you know, a bit of family thrown in for good measure. A couple of friends get killed off or something. I don't know. Maybe it could be like a sci-fi element to it, whatever. But yeah, I'd love to see that that movie made. Awesome. I like what that. I want to see that movie. It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> I've got um. I got director as well, by the way. I'm going to name my uh, my two, um, and I'll put uh, I don't know. I haven't got a director. <laughs> Rubbish. I'll put Chelsea Stardust. Okay. To put that edge on it. Hmm. But I'm going to have Margot Robbie. Oh, I don't think you're going to get her, mate. You need to, This is going to have to be a big blockbuster if you're getting. That's her. who I want. It's, it's that's is who I want. Okay. I want Margot Robbie and Vince Vaughn. Oh, see, I don't know if you can well, do, doing know indies if you at the moment, Drag Free Concrete. She likes doing indie. Look at Itonia. Yeah, but she ain't done really any horror, is she? This is the whole point. Okay. This is what I want to see. Carry I want on. to see her, her in a possessed demon movie. So I want to, I want, I don't, I want to see her at worst. So, you know, where she's done like Birds of Prey and she's done like, say, Wolf of Wall Street, which is all like made up and stuff like that. I want to see like Itonia. Mm, no yeah, makeup. That, that's a good movie. You know, sick on her mouth, <laughs> sores everywhere. Because she's got the, she has definitely got the acting chops. Yeah, definitely. But you're not think that's a little bit beneath her now. 
No. No, she's up there on a Because this is going to elevate it. Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn is going to be the priest. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Serious Vince Vaughn or comedy? He's got his he's got his quips. Is he going to be eating? Every movie he's in, man, he's eating. <laughs> All be, the time. Might be eating you something. notice that? Might be eating something. I... I <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so he's the priest so he's gonna have his little quip he's different gonna, movie he's gonna have his little quips and stuff right, like that. and she's okay. like you know she's Are you i'm, I'm go... sort of exorcist i'm thinking like yeah exorcist but you're last... going down the lost faith route like because you can't just do an exorcist no route. no he's 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 fine with it he's, <laughs> he's, he's fine with it he is a constantine-esque oh okay you like know, this. demon possessor. He's fully in. He's fully in face. He's not, but he's not. He's not. He doesn't hate. So is he a demon hunter or no, demon killer? He, he's or just, just an. Normal? He sort of like specializes in demonic possessions. Okay. And like removing the demon. Okay. All right. Um. And in fact, like that movie Possessed. Yeah. Movie. In fact, the tw- yeah. the twist is he's collecting demons. Oh, okay. And putting them in himself. Oh. So he's, that's the twist at the end. He's evil. Okay. So he goes through the hole and he's still got his little I like quips. the twist. So she, you make her out to be the bad, bad person. But then the end is that he's, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's good. So the there twist. you go. But I just he think can she can play dark as well, can I he? know he can. He's very yeah. stoic and it's like, she could play fucked up well, I think. Yeah, easy. She could be, I could see her writhing on the bed and just like looking like really fucked, <laughs> just like really fucked up, like having those scenes where she's like, sort of breaks her back and I can see her like because she's got the crazy eyes with like Harlequin yeah she's got that flip you know I mean? side isn't she yeah where she can flip out don't want her to have a stupid like, ac- I, I Tonya again she yeah. flips out in that, like, I don't rage. want her to have a stupid accent like in no. Harlequin but you know stupid accent <laughs> whatever but yeah she could sell it and she's got you know no makeup on just looks you know blood gore stuff's falling off her I like it there you go. Yeah, I like the twist. twist. I'm, I'm in. Right. I'm on that one as well. My, my last one. I've gone for like I know that it's getting remade anyway, but I think you'll like this because I've done this one for you, mate. So I wanted to go for a remake of Night of the Comet. <laughs> right. Okay. Hear me out because you'll like this. I'm sure you'll like this. So we're gonna have our one of our favorite, well, two of our favorites playing the sisters. Hear me out here because remember. I've got, got my eyes closed. They're sisters, but they don't look exactly the same in Night of Comets. So I'm going for that. So think about that, right? So, Samara Weaving. Can see it. And Mika Monroe. Okay. Directed. Listen, hear me out. Directed by the director of Revenge, Coralie Fogart. Okay. It's a, different, it's a different movie. Amazing. It's a different movie, but it's got to be because it's got to be up to date. Yeah, it's got to be up to date. I just... they're, they're good. They're young. They fit in right. The director's right. She knows what they're going to be going through. She's got the directing, like the ways, the colours, the everything using all that sort of thing. The soundtrack will be banging if it's her. I just think she'd do it. Like, the way she shoots her movies, I think it'd be, the, oh, mate, it'd be amazing. So you'd have to have Samara Weaving shit that I've gone for a remake, as the but... elder sister and make yeah. her Monroe as the one who gets punched in the face. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't know. You're not, you're, 
You Come on, these sort of close your eyes. Cheerleaders outfit. Yeah, but you're not. AK. They've both got. They've both. They're both. Don't be poo pooing this. You know no, you want to see this. I both, don't know why you're being negative. I'm not. The, this this is right up your street. One of your favourite movies with two of your favourite actresses. <laughs> they're both leading actresses. And? I just think one they've of got, they've the got, charm. Listen, they've got a hold their own, both of them. Both, they both have equal measure parts. They've got a hold their own. Yeah, you concentrate on that. The the only thing that's different, like not the comment, obviously you've got maybe the younger one was always sort of sold to be the sort of ditzy one, but she didn't turn out that way, did she? She right. sort of and when she had that shotgun, you know, with the Uzi with the exactly. car. Exactly. I know what you're saying, but I just like who could oh, sell that's it, Uzi? Yeah. <laughs> who yeah, could sell that scene at the beginning where she's like gets punched by the mum? Easy, mate. Easy. I don't know why you're hating. Yeah, Make okay. us up. I see it. I see two it. minutes on my lunch. No, Give me a freaking break. <laughs> I like it. I like Fresh, it. Fresh, new, and all female. Come on, it's twenty twenty. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Cool. I'm in. What you got? You better be. You better. I haven't. I got. Go I got a stupid one. This is like oh, more God. of an ensemble cast. Co- comedy horror. Scarlett Johansson. You go big. I mean. What budgets have you got for this? Because I hope you've got your pennies ready. I don't understand why you're holding that. You're going my... for big, 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 big actors. I know it's never going to happen. This is my imagination. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. It's not And plus she did under the skin, so eat shit. So, Scar- True, okay. Scarlett Johansson yeah, as a killer that. robot. That's only because of the director, but yeah. Okay. Killer, you're right, a killer robot. Because. A under, killer robot? <laughs> under, under skin she plays an alien. Yeah. Okay. Lucy. Or does she? Lucy, at the end of Lucy, she's sort of basically a robot. She's pretty weird. Never seen it. But. Okay. Right. And, you know, like Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that. She's Black kind Widow. of She's kind of a robot in Ghost in the Shell. But anyway, but I think, like, I'm, I'm thinking of a performance from Under the Skin, but as a. Instead of leading them to their doom, she's fucking. Goes out and kills people. I wonder what you're going to say then. But she's sort of like... Oh, you can't make that movie, mate. But it's an 80s throwback kid cast. Oh, okay. So she's stalking she, a group of kids. Oh, now you know what she's Know what she's doing. Sell me. Come right? on. A group of kids. Me. So you're thinking like... Let's just think, just think strange. Set in the 80s? Stra- of course. Okay. Think strange things. Oh, you know, okay. but, but that that a new new Stranger Things, those that sort of thing. Goonies, yeah, think yeah. that. Super eight, eight. yeah, eighties. The kids, Gremlins. <laughs> uh, what's that movie we watched? Summer of eighty four. Monster Squad. Summer of eighty four. Yeah, love that movie. They they know what she's up to, and they are the ones that sort of like are decided to you know they make a plan. Yeah. And they're going to fucking take her down. Have a montage in there. Yeah. Put her all in their BMXs. Yeah. Take down the killer robot. I like that. That's, that's good. You've got some good ideas, mate. Yeah. You better copyright that shit. All right. Some some of those directors will be listening on this <laughs> and nicking your ideas. <laughs> so there you go. Good couple of... I like that. That's yeah. cool. If you've got any thoughts out there, if you've got any uh, casts and uh, dream films that you want made, ping it over and we'll mention them out on the next one. Yeah, It'd be good to hear some thoughts. Definitely, I like this sort of. Oh, that was cool talking. I think we could embellish a little bit more future episodes in yeah, terms of what we did. Do it really m- quick on my lunch break. I'll yeah, be honest. maybe we have a little bit more plan, and we could come out with a whole a whole cool movie. Mm. But yeah, thing. that's something to scream about. So yeah, get in touch. Let us know what you want to talk about in the next episode. Yeah, I, I, that was really cool. I enjoyed that a lot. 
Okay, well, so, should we um, should we move on to our our move from the vault? Let's do it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass, oh. and I'm all out of bubble. Oh shit! Oh. So, I picked this one out of the bag on the last episode because it was going to have to be done as they live. So, thank you. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I'm not going to read the synopsis because it's fucking bullshit, like as I said last time. So, this is the legendary, the one and only John Carpenter, starring Roddy Piper. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Um, this Keith, is, Keith David. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole fucking cast, am I? <laughs> Be here all night. No, okay, all right. Keith Meg Ryan. David from The Thing. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan? Her name? Meg Ryan. Meg not... Foster. <laughs> yeah, Meg Ryan. Oops. Meg You're Foster. going back to your dream movies. Um, yeah, Meg Foster. So this movie is fucking crazy. What's it about, Matt? Well, it's not out and out horror. Horror, horror. Sci-fi. It's got an element. It's sci-fi. It's got a sci-fi element to it. Um, but we follow this guy... Nada. His name's Nada. Fucking the music. So, Roddy Roddy Piper enters a scene, come to a new town from where he's been. You don't know where he's been, or he's a mysterious man. Hobo on the streets, shall we say. (laughs) And he's come to the city to to get some bunts, some money, to make some money. And all is not how it seems. Yeah, you'd have to imagine that it's all fucked up everywhere, don't you? Mm. And he's very curious. Mm. And all he wants to do is get some get some money. Yeah. He wants an honest job. Some food. Yeah. And a bed. And he's pretty much living in squalor, isn't he, really? <laughs> They're living in like a little camp. I mean... The poor, in this way, another sort of social do you satire. you think this actually happened? In, this must have been what people actually did in the 80s, was to pursue the American dream. Like, go to the big city and earn money, and then send it home. Well, look at Seastick Steve. Yeah. He just jumped on a train, makes it, wrote some music, and went and, did, <laughs> okay. and just travelled, yeah. travelled the, travelled the states. <laughs> yeah. But look at look at um, Rambo. <laughs> okay. Similar. Yeah. He's probably come back off Nam. Maybe. Yeah. He could have been. Yeah. He's just trying to find some work. But yeah, people must have done that because obviously the. Right, if we're going to... It's not, it's not actually New York City. It's, it's a city. They don't actually yeah, say where it is. Yeah, they don't. I think it's Chicago. Yeah, but it's like people must have done that, go to the city to earn money and just literally live on the streets and earn money and make as much as they could off of bare minimal jobs and stuff. Anyway, yeah, so we follow his story, right? So... When did you first see this? Did you see this recently? Or? Yeah, I because I watched Armada. Like I, 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 I learnt about this movie um, from the book. From the book, yeah. from a book Armada, which I only read about four, four years ago. Mm. So consider it's nineteen eighty. Ernest Klein. Yeah, consider it's yeah. nineteen eighty eight, yes. and it's John Carpenter. Yes. How the fuck did I miss this? I don't know. Don't know. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't think it, it would have been my thing. I watched it later. In life, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. have this one from the video shop, and I hadn't seen this before. It was much later in life. Considering I loved 
Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, same. Right? As a wrestler. Legend. R.I.P. I I don't... I just think this wasn't my thing. It wouldn't have... I don't know if it would have looked my thing. I don't think I would have liked this when I was younger. I'll be honest right now. If I watched this when I I was a younger, young wee snapper, um, for young boys around your house watching a video, um, I don't think I would have liked it as much it's very although it's just there's some bits in it that just fucking batshit like the fight scene which is like 20 minutes and yeah, like, we'll get, we'll get, don't don't blow your load mate but it's around the We're time talking of, about reminiscing here time of robocop you know commando when you had all those sort of big ones back in it's yeah. around the same sort of time predator um and this wasn't why wasn't this one there don't well, know it's john carpenter isn't it it's like basically he said he's out and out said he wanted to make it a, uh, uh, an action sci-fi he didn't want to do any horror stuff at this time and he wanted to make it an out and out just like action kind of sci-fi movie straight down the line he said that um, but yeah it's, it's a really interesting movie isn't it fucking great the yeah. soundtrack's great the sort of like visuals are great um, it's very it's very the acting's you know non-existent but that doesn't matter it's very <laughs> slow paced yeah okay. but in a good way like they really like like kind of like draw scenes out take their time and like which it's not a bad thing it's just like but it I is know you're very, talking about when you, you know, got when you first puts on the glasses because even the music's quite slow and, yeah but they're, they're really just setting you up to get into the kind of groove like. it's got to be his nod to like 1984 yeah, yeah, time. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a big time nod to 1984 yeah. in terms of like we're consumerism. Being, we're being watched and it's, obey. Yes, and it's like everything it's is a great idea. Though, everything right? is masked. You know, everything, all this subliminal messaging in adverts and yeah. our daily life is there. The, the one thing I really liked, you know, like you know when he puts the sunglasses on, and obviously it shows him what's real, real, like. When that happens and he puts it on, I think the the way it's sh- like filmed and shot, it looks really like futuristic almost, because everything's really like obviously black and white, but it really pops out. It's like it's almost I don't know I don't know if it was, but do you think it's ever done three D or anything? Because it it's looks, like looks like it looks drawn. Yeah, really like pops out. Yeah, like yeah. really really those, cool. Those black and the the sort of black and white scenes are fantastic. Yeah. What did you think about the reveal of? the beings among us i like, loved it when i first saw it i thought they i'd never seen anything like it it's clever um, isn't it? it's very different they are really fucking weird looking mm. um and it's like even to watch this watch it again it's like what the fuck are they and it's sort of trying to pick up on the on what they actually are yeah and they, they aren't like it isn't like invasion of the body, body snatchers it isn't really it's definitely like that similar thing yeah it? but it's yeah. not um What's the word I'm looking for? They're not Intr- It's not intrusive. Yeah. Like body, body invasion of the body snatchers were quick. It was like, yeah. fuck, let's take over this body. Let's take over this body. It's like, a, you know, almost like a virus taking over. These, these beings were living um, amongst us. Yeah. You know, masked. They, they, they were masked by this ray, if you like, um, and we couldn't see them. And they're not like, the, the funny thing is, they're not like out and out evil bastards or anything like well, that maybe, but they're, maybe they're worse well yeah yeah maybe yeah maybe they were because they were so cool, they were They've trying got to do more it. of an underlining plan like, yeah yeah they're trying to do it quietly mm. 
I don't know if they were going to... I don't know what they were their plan. Did we get to sort of their, understand their plan? The fact that they would, you know, take... They, they're not taking so our resources. Brainwashing us into... Being subservient. Yeah, so they were being kind of the higher race, I would imagine, and we're all kind of below them. Mm. So they're kind of gradually making the human race their kind of minions. They're not giving them the good jobs. They haven't got the money, or they recruit them in to yeah. be part of the system. If you were, yeah, so clever yeah. concept, just done quite almost like it? V, mm, yeah, 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 very much like V, I yeah. suppose. And but obviously, V had a much more darker tone, mm. although there might have been a real darker tone to this one. And I want your opinion on this. Cool, there's a scene where, <laughs> where later on, where they him and Roddy Rod Piper and, and Frank are like in the news studio, and they're taught this bloke's giving him a tour. Mm. And he takes them to this place where they're being transported yeah. to other worlds. I thought, are they just chucking them out into, be- into space? <laughs> yeah. Checking us what's happening. Because I just <laughs> felt like, because I, the way they were looking, I'm like, are they just chuck? Are they just literally going, literally firing them they've out? They've got the little space. bags and then yeah. just going, <laughs> here you go, do one. Not They're not going to other planets. Or are they sending other, them to other planets? Or are they going to other planets? Eating them. Don't know. That's the thing. Don't yeah. know. Don't know. Well, that's a very whatever's happened there is weird, and it Don't could worry, be we'll probably find out, and they live too. It could be very much in like the you know V where yeah. they've got them all in the ships, you know, as like yeah, 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 fucking meat basically. Yeah, so, yeah I don't know. Fucking dark. Yeah. It's it's so weird as well because one minute it's kind of like they they've got these kind of uh, guerrilla kind of underground <laughs> people that know what's going on. And they get attacked by, like, the police and army or whatever. And it turns out into a massive out-and-out, like, shooting war. And it's yeah. crazy. Like, they've got all sorts of guns and, like, all different types. Grenades, freaking AKs, <laughs> Uzis, the whole lot. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, is I loved it, it's so random, is, is that they get this watch and then it opens a porthole in the ground and it's just like, do you think they got to a point where, like, how are we going to get, like, we wrote the script, they're cornered in an alleyway, how are we going to, I know, I got it, the watch is going to have a portal that opens up in the floor, which is blatantly just a hole in the floor, and they jump in it. And it takes them down to some weird little sewer system. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. So weird. It was so weird. But yeah, but it was cool. It was, it was weird kind in of cool place, weird. because the, the watch is supposed to teleport them. Yeah. where they wanted I love the sci-fi element it's so weird the way I've got obviously but it doesn't have to explain it anyway no nah, it doesn't have to um, but the side, the little the actual alien things are fucking cool as fuck they got weird little I love the designs of the, eyeballs yeah, and like, and you can I sort really of see I really want one of those masks yeah they just they look incredible I've got obviously the little pin yeah fucking Alley Cat does that that's fucking Absolutely. great it's such a great pin to have because it's just like so detailed because their faces are just weird yeah yeah Fucking hell, it's a magic movie. It's great, it's great. Isn't There's it? a, a really interesting bit with um him and Keith David. Um and I've I've read I've watched read quite a few bits on this and listened to a few few talks on this. And it's almost like a it was so random the first time I'd seen it, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. This fight scene between him, it's just like him trying to get the get Frank to wear some glasses. <laughs> and they're meant to be mates. At and they're meant point. to be sort of pals. Yeah. And then you started like beating each other up and who instigates the first who t- punch who takes the first punch uh roddy roddy piper takes yeah, the first punch exactly 
Um, so, but he's being persistent, and then he's like, and then it just like goes. Well, up. neither of them are going back down. No, and it's just, but the fight goes on for fucking ages. They're, we're talking there's suplexes in, there's like thrown on cars. They start using like big boards, and it's just slamming like, their oh, heads on the ground. Yeah, the knees to the balls and stuff like that. Oh my god, it looked god. real. Yeah, that's the thing. Obviously, because he's a wrestler. Well. And they practice for apparently. They practice for apparently two weeks. All right, don't don't ruin my <laughs> match facts. All right? all right, okay, but yeah, it's it's just fucking. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, you're right. it's, it's, they did two weeks of intensive, one on one, literally, and really, how to like, sell it. Trained him basically, Keith David up and taught him everything. But, but how they did it for twenty minutes, it's just it's, yeah. it's they're the big most... guys as well, man. Like they must yeah. be knackered. It's nutty. Yeah, it's nutty because it it's looks hilarious. like it's about to stop about four or five times and it just continues. And it's been parodied, parodied in so many things. <laughs> South Park, Family Guy, Family Guy. Yeah. Like look at the uh, him versus the chicken. That's yeah. got that's got oh, it written yeah, all yeah, over yeah. it. Yeah, it's fucking great. And obviously the Timmy, Timmy, <laughs> uh, scene, Timmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Um. So it's just fucking great. It's such batshit scene, and it's like it's great just for that one scene alone. For, it's twenty minutes of the movie. <laughs> you know yeah. it's an hour and thir- not quite that long it's, it is that long it's not an hour and 34 the movie is oh yeah but not the fight scene is not 20 minutes long it's 20 minutes it's not I'll tell you in my match fight in a oh, bit, okay but... <laughs> <laughs> fine exactly 18 minutes and 6 seconds or whatever <laughs> no, the fuck still it is. sure <laughs> 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 but see when you think about an action sequence that normally lasts about 20 seconds mm. this is a very long action sequence yeah, and it, scene. yeah you get that feeling it's so cool um, but even like the action scenes are awesome as well. With all the guns, them just fucking going down corridors and new space, yeah, just they like shooting people. Yeah, a big budget on guns, didn't they? What the... kind of guns do you want? All these ones, please. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one, that one. What? How did you feel about the ending? So let's talk. Not about... the ending. I just want to talk about one of the okay. fucking, fucking weird ass scenes. Yeah, go on. with Meg Foster. Yeah, and she pushes him out the window. Funny wind. eyes. Isn't she? She sort of looks like a bloke. Do you reckon? She's very manly. Is she? I don't know. Like she's she got, got weird, weird she got strange very, eyes. I don't know if they were like, contacts. Uh, I don't know what it was. They're but... not contacts. That's her actual eyes. Wow. I, I looked at other things she's been in, just like snippets to see, because I was intrigued. Like, I thought, yeah, if they made her wear contact, but it's not. That's her actual eyes. She's got a very unique look, or slightly yeah, yeah. maybe Kirsty Alley sort of thing. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Weird, weird, weird. Um, but yeah, she, she pushes <laughs> Nada out the window. Yeah. Like quite brutally, and he falls down the side as, you know. That was a real stunt as well. It was. There's a real guy that got chucked out there and took it. Not right. It's a good stunt. Yeah. It's a great stunt. Out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, because she wasn't one of them, but she was sort of the human. When she meets up at him again, his wife goes, "Oh, I thought you were dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you okay? He definitely well, yeah, you chucked me out the fucking window. He definitely love. didn't mention the, the chucking out the window things. He, he, <laughs> I don't know what's going really, on. He, he kind of thought it would be like, hang on a minute, love. You threw me out a window, you bitch. But literally it was like, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. It's I have like, to expect weird. him to punch her in the face or something like that. Just some random... <laughs> DDT. The, the, wack, the wackiness of the movie. DDT, mate. She was weird. Well, she's obviously the stool, stoolie as well, you know. Led them to the... Mm. Double-crossed them. Double-crossed them. Shit. That wasn't really addressed, but she definitely did. So what do you, yeah, what about the ending? What, what how do you, I was gutted. Well, right at the end. Lie. Huh? No, not the, right, the, the, not that bit. I the last that. scene. The, <laughs> pretty much. The, yeah, I was kind of gutted that the way Frank went out. This is like. Yeah. You don't see it and it's just like, ah, oh, you got Gosh, all that way. Yeah, I know. Poor old Frank. 
And then, like, obviously, Roddy Piper gets gunned down. But he but saves the day. He does save the day. Well, he's, well, he's unmasked everything. And obviously, everyone can... Did he die? Well, I don't know. But he's, everyone can see. Everyone can see everything. And it's funny. Because he knocks out the shield. It's funny as fuck, this yeah. scene, where they're all just sort of, like... Because they just start hanging out yeah. like normal people. Normal people the they bar. don't know that people can see them. And then one of them's in a bar and it's like, what? <laughs> and then... <laughs> I thought you'd like this one. The last, the last scene is. Uh, and I was kind of wondering because all the way through the movie, <laughs> there's not really any violent, like grotesque things. It's not a grotesque movie. It's not a bloody movie. There's very rarely a lot of blood in this movie at all. And I was thinking, why? Why is this rated? This rating? And obviously, this bit at the end is probably why it got that rating. Just John... four frontal boobs. Yeah, John Carpenter has a thing for boobs. Some bird riding some... Just for 30, 20 seconds at the end. Just (laughs) having sex. And then it pans down and she's looking at the fact that she's fucking an alien. And he's like, what the hell's wrong, honey? Oh, it's so... So obviously they're infiltrating... You know, but what, I mean, that's it's kind of a dark element, you know, <laughs> it is, it even though there's a slight comedy Can I ask to it. A question? So, if you know, if that woman and that man had a baby, would it be like an alien baby? Pretty Nama, pretty Nama, pardon? Don't you remember V? No, and that happened, that happened, in, that happened in V. <laughs> All right, okay, and I love comparing stuff to V. Oh, um, and she had a twins. Oh, okay. She had a baby, which was green and pretty much died straight away. Oh, right. Okay. And then another one, which had a lizard tongue anyway. Yeah, grew, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. grew up to be the the little, the star child, I think they okay. called it. And it flew the mothership out of it and saved the day. And it's like, pretty Nama, pretty Nama. And like fought Diana and Diana was like going to kill her and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> It's funny. Cause you can hear all of Paul's thought on his uh, podcast. Yeah. V. V, one step closer to victory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do a V podcast. Anyone out there want to join me? Yeah, okay, me. Love it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, back back to the movie. So, yeah. and then So, yeah, there's calls for a yeah. sequel. That says sequel. You know, they, they're fucking. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that. how long have they been doing that? How long have they been... Um, it just it's just so many questions, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, in like that I one... said, I'm sure it'll come out in the news soon that the thing um, the thing. The um they live too will be coming. Yeah. Have, what what wrestler will be in this time? Right. Your favourite, Dave Baptista. John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. He's gone down a comedy route now, hasn't he? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So we're gonna Well you um, gotta do your Matt's facts. Max facts. Yes, please. You, you ready? Yeah. I've got some Interesting Max facts. I think you'll quite like these ones. Okay. Fact number one. Paul's already ruined it for me. But the fight took three weeks of choreographer. It's the best thing in the movie, man. For what was supposed to be a 20-second fight. John Carpenter wanted a 20-second fight. But it ended up being five... I think it was... Five minutes, 20 seconds. It's like the longest fight scene. In but a, that's a long time. Isn't it the longest fight scene or something in a movie? I don't, I don't know. Some, I don't it know. had think, some no, ridiculous... Star Wars has that. I think it has some ridiculous stat. Between Obi-Wan Yeah, but and fist fight. Darth, Darth I think Vader. some fist fight. I think it's got some... Maybe. But I reckon you're, I reckon you're right. It's probably mm. the longest one. It's probably something else like that. Some, something like, I don't know, kickboxer. 
seven or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, so five minutes, 20 seconds, apparently, precisely. So, the we haven't even talked about this. Are you gonna, I think you should do this. What's the, what's the famous line? Oh my God, well, we say it on every bloody podcast, <laughs> don't we? But obviously, the Give me that line. synonymous line in the whole fucking movie... I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And then he just goes to fucking town in the bank. So that that, that line was totally ad-libbed by Roddy Piper. (laughs) And they kept it because it was so good. Genius, that line. It's fucking great. I I use it at work all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's great, it's great. So obviously Roddy Piper plays Nada. You don't hear him get called that throughout the whole movie. No, I know. Which is crazy. I didn't yeah, no, even realise that. I had until... to look up his fucking name. Yeah, because I was like, nada. And and that apparently means um, something about like nomad or something like that. Nomad. Or, yeah, nomad. That's it. Well, you know, like wondering the, you know, wondering. No, but he doesn't have a name. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but it is from, because the film was abducted, abducted from a, a book a long time ago so it was from that so that's cool um originally the the john carpenter wanted somebody like rugged and originally obviously he had um kurt russell penned in to do this part but he was like i've had him in so many movies i've done big trouble in little china the thing um that he was like i need someone a bit more rugged a bit more with it now john carpenter i didn't know this this is great he's a massive wrestling fan Nah. huge wrestling fan he even wrote for magazines and stuff like that on wrestling and he met Roddy Piper at Wrestlemania 3 in 1987 Fucking and that's man. where he got the idea for him to come and be in this movie if Kurt Russell was in this movie it would be a different movie oh yeah it would he wouldn't be, have had that it, fight scene because it would be acted it would have acting chops in it mm. Roddy P- P- Piper kind of with his non sort of acting mm. ability brings this whole fucking B-movie right, greatness just, to it. Br- <coughs> Excuse me. He brought his wrestling moves into yeah. those fights. And they're great. Watching some of those wrestling moves. Brilliant. Are brilliant. And it, but the fight looked really real. Oh, yeah. It looked like they great. were landing those. But it wasn't like a fake fight. Anyway, back to the Matt Spacks. Um, did you notice the Ghostbuster connection? Right. I wanted to bring this up. So I'm yeah. hoping you're going to do it during the facts. Okay. So this is a little fucking weird detector thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which PKE meter. Yeah. Is that what it is? I yeah. feel they were speaking into it, like no. a microphone at yeah, one stage. They might have, but that is the actual, that is the, apparently from the actual Ghostbusters. That is movie. cool, because it looked exactly the exactly. same. Exactly. That's what I was like, weird. that's the thing from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Which is cool. Great fact. And the last one, there's loads of others, obviously, but the last one I wanted to talk about, did you hear the news report right at the end of the film? No. If you listen back when you watch the end again, there's a reporter on the TV that's basically complaining about too much sex and violence in movies and names George A. Romero yes. and John Carpenter. Sorry, I yeah. did. I did hear George yeah, A. Romero's that. name. That was great. That was a, g- a great little thing. There's too much sex. Like, he's complaining. There's too much sex and violence in movies. Yeah, and he's an alien. And then it kind of ends before he finishes his sentence. Yeah, yeah. that's when he's revealed. That's cool. Genius. I love that bit. It was cool. Nice one, dude. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that. picking that one. So what are you, um, what are you rating it? Um... I'll be honest, it's not it's not my personal favourite John Carpenter movie. However, I loved it. I loved it a lot. So I'd probably give it personally I'd say eight breaths out of ten. 
I was also going to give it eight breasts out of ten. It's not cool. my favourite John Carpenter, but it's fucking epic. Oh yeah, it's in its own right, and it staple. got better. It got better with with the more watches you do. I and think. I fucking love all the VHS covers and the poster yeah. arts and the various different covers that they've released. The Blu-ray cover I've got is fantastic. Yeah, is it the one that kind of looks a comic book kind of? One? Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah, I was waiting for that. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's brilliant, and I've got the big 4K box set of it. It's nice with all the art cards and shit, but. And obviously the VHS. Um, somewhere. I can't see it. Somewhere. It's in there somewhere. I don't think you have. I think you're lying to me. I have got it. It's in there somewhere. Don't, don't it's bloody it. expensive. That's how I remember. Um, so, it's your pick. Okay. So, what you got for me? I... Better be good. I've got... He's pointing around the room for the, for the benefit of the podcast. The people understand yes <laughs> finally we talked about it a couple one of, of like, my episodes favorite ago. Wes Craven movies fucking yeah it's a bit it's early 90s isn't it yeah rather than 80s but it doesn't matter it's it's, oh, it's fucking it, ace it, it. this movie's fucking genius i got a nice um arrow i got my arrow copy on that awesome same so yeah, that's gonna be awesome man. people under the stairs man i'm looking forward to that it's been ages since i watched it as well so i really want to dust it off and watch it again cause... it's one of those movies like it came out the same around the same time as jacob's ladder Mm. And there was always people going on about the people on the stairs and Jacob's Ladder. It's like yeah. almost good for my age. Like hold, it back, hold it back, hold it back, hold it back. Next episode. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right, so there you go then, but guys. I've just, um, next episode, episode 44, we've just done. So uh, moving on to episode 45, we will review Underwater with Kristen Stewart. Fingers crossed. And we'll bring to you another topic for something to scream about. And I've just pulled from the vault the people under the stairs. And there's one, only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at Draw One Last, Instagram at Draw One Last Breath, or pop us an email at Draw One Last Breath Pod at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs>